freshman year of college, I didn't have an iPhone and my uh, best friend Ryan had Temple Run on his. And like every day I would just like go to his room and like, can I play Temple Run? And he was like, you need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Spinsters, a podcast where we're just asking questions. I'm Rohan Narkarni, and I'm a writer for Sports Illustrated. Welcome, Rohan. I'm Jordan. That's Haley. A few housekeeping things before we get into it. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. Rate us five stars if you're feeling it. We would really appreciate it. And also... It is our first birthday. It's been one whole year of spinsters on Twitter. People have been saying the nicest things, like the best moments throughout the year. I read every single one of them and liked every single one of them. It was a walk down memory lane. I love them all. And um, after we talk with Rohan, make sure to stay tuned for at the end of our interview with Rohan, we talked to Gabe Dannon, the inventor of Purtle. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com spin. No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you've got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. Go to Indeed.com slash Spinsters to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. So last time Rohan came on, we talked about conspiracies, I think, uh, him and and me and Harry, I know for sure Jordan is too pure and smart um, for this, but we're all very into conspiracies. Um, but I, I think, Haley, you made a good point last time that I want to reiterate is we're not into quote unquote conspiracies in the traditional sense. We're into the things that are like clearly could be true. Like we're not out here like, you know. Like anti-vax people might like consider that a conspiracy, but like that's ridiculous. We're talking mm-hmm. about the things that like there's actually a little bit of truth behind them. And I totally. think that's an important distinction to make. Yes. Totally. Yeah, I was saying good. before you you came on the Zoom that conspiracy has like such a, a connotation of like you're in a basement, you know, mm-hmm. like no, no one who's ever been on above ground has exactly. ever had a conspiracy. And, <laughs> yeah. and guess what? Not only am I a mile high above the ground in Denver right now, I'm on the 21st floor of Whoa! my hotel. Yeah, so Flags. I'm looking over. Yeah, I, you know, I can see it all from up here. There's no conspiracies happening there. He's way too above <laughs> <Yeah>. ground. <laughs> um, okay, so we have a couple for you. Um, Harry threw some in the dock, I think for me and Jordan, um, but we both came with our own. And also, uh, these are so distinctly Harry that I don't think that they should come from anybody else. We can start with mine. I have a Celtics one. Um, and it's kind of, I guess, my bone to pick because I think the Celtics love, and Rowan, I know you have something to say about this, has started here and then just soared to a place where now people are maybe embarrassed to kind of level off their expectations. Mm. But um, mm. I don't think they're as good as everyone thinks they are. Ooh. I don't. Two, was it two days ago, three days ago, four days ago, my friend sent me this thing where 538 has them as the had. Now they're second. 
had them as the greatest uh, greatest possibility for winning the championship. Yeah, that okay. seems a little ridiculous. That seems yeah, that's, that's over the top. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that they've greatly improved. I'm not saying they've not found stability. So here's my conspiracy. The Celtics defense is a plant designed to save the <laughs> NBA some playoff viewership since the Lakers aren't going to make it to the playoffs. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> this is what I think. Um, have they significantly turned it around? I think no one can say better than you, Rohan, since you are in such close proximity weekly to a Celtics fan. Um, do I believe in their front court to withstand a playoff series, especially considering the various front courts they could see in the East? No, <laughs> it's so dependent on everything. It's not mm-hmm. like they're the Sixers and they have tools where they could operate against multiple offenses. I just, no, I just, I do not uh, believe in them that much. So either sell them on, sell us them or um agree with me and be uh validated later in may Mm, mm. (laughs) your choice first of all to give you a peek into like how my diseased brain works is i uh, like grew up a heat fan like still am like mostly like hoping the heat make it far into the playoffs and i'm just so i have worked myself into such like a state of anxiety about the celtics because it's like the one team that like would be really, really frustrating to lose to on so many levels in the playoffs that I have that I've come around to the idea that they are the championship favorite. That way, if the if they do somehow make it, I can I then have prepared myself for that possibility. You know what I mean? Like I can just be like, aha, I knew it all along. But if they lose, then I can laugh at them. And say, ha ha, you guys had the best championship odds and lost. So if anything, I'm trying to push the Celtics are the championship favorite agenda. So maybe I'm a part of this conspiracy, you know? <laughs> maybe like I'm one of the people who started it. I'm I made the original Facebook post. I wrote the 538 <laughs> algorithm. You know, who knows? But I'm I'm trying to push the Celtics are contenders agenda. In the event that they do lose, I can be like, wow, how embarrassing for you. Self-preservation. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, Jordan, I'm, I'm uh, what, do you, what do you think about them before I go into just some very easy examples of pl- the huge <laughs> playoff-like <laughs> obstacles they can run into? I feel like they're right there. I'm like... No, I'm with you, like Haley. Everyone I'm is playing you. a joke on me. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it, it's... They like ran out of storylines and they're like, wait, we have to talk about the Celtics in some way. Let's let's really hype them up. Let's put them on TV every single night and hope that they keep winning. Um, But I'm with you in the sense that every time I watch, I am in love with their defense and especially Marcus Smart. And I love the energy. But on the opposite end, I just see it all on Jason Tatum. And I just don't see that being the reason that they win the finals. Like it's too much on him and it's too contingent on him. And then on top of that, Jalen Brown, he gets injured. Mm. I feel like it's already going to go downhill, like immediately. (laughs) I think it's too, too much weight on two players where the defense just isn't enough. I feel like we're not, maybe it sounds like we're not giving enough credit to Derek White. That's not my intention. I'm just saying it's gone too far. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For a couple of the reasons you just talked about. But, um, okay, so let's take the heat. Well, let's back up. 
Bam and PJs <laughs> maybe aren't the best example, but okay, let's take um, the Sixers. Uh, I think everyone, part of everyone's argument is that they had that huge blowout against them. That was like honestly really embarrassing. And <laughs> Al Horford had Joel Embiid's number. This is just like that to me is cherry picking. This was pre-Harden. They've looked incredible. They've looked absolutely unstoppable. There is not a um, front court that exists that I think could handle them at their best. Mm-hmm. There's just not. And the other thing about the Celtics is it doesn't have to be the one of the MB, MVP favorites and someone who's won MVP to stop them. Like even a team that's middling, probably trending downward for most people, the Cavs, like it's amazing that Robert Williams can has the ability to switch on to smaller people because he is smaller himself. Um, Al Horford has similar talents, but who are you switching on to that you're going to have a size advantage against in the wing when you're facing three centers? Mm-hmm. You know, that's just what I'm saying. So I don't know. How far do you think they're going to go, Rohan? I Here's the problem with the East, right? There are five teams that all seem like they should make it to the second round. Milwaukee, Miami, Philadelphia, Brooklyn, and Boston. Oh gosh. This is such a lame <laughs> this is such a lame answer. I all right, I'll just go ahead and say it. I'll think they'll I'll think they'll lose in the first round. No, actually that was an unfair question because yeah. I did just say it's also dependent on who they play. Right. The and matchups are gonna be so interesting. Yeah, yes. the matchups. That's my are. issue with I think the Celtics being hoisted up in this way yeah. is mm-hmm. because they're they are so dependent, like more than any other team you just named in that group on matchup. To me. Yeah. Again, I'm not shitting on Derek. I'm not shitting on Marcus. I'm not shitting on Jason. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't see it like people see it. Who do you think is the um, the worst matchup that they could draw? Probably Milwaukee, I would say. I, yeah. I, I do think, like, you know, I think Horford in the past probably played probably better than anyone against Embiid for what it's worth. Not that that means he's shut him down or whatever, but... I, they've always, I think, struggled with Giannis. Like, he's kind of been their kryptonite. I still don't think they have an answer for him. Um, and I still think the Bucks at their best last night, that Heat game was crazy. I mean, they, yeah, they took Miami's best shot and still found a way to win. So I still think the Bucks at their best are probably the worst matchup for just about any team in the East. So mm-hmm. I, it's possible they end up seeing Boston. I mean, who knows how these, how the seeding will shake out, too. Like, that's not impossible that they see each other in the first round. Totally. I also just don't think Horford's the Embiid killer all the time that he used to mm-hmm. be. He's yeah. To me, he's not. But it's good. Um, there. okay, Jordan, Harry, who would like to to give Rohan their next conspiracy? Ooh, I'll go. Um, again, like I said before this started, my brain does not work conspiracy first, but this is what I got. We'll get you there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know you guys are rubbing off on me. No. So one of my thoughts that I had, and it's going into James Harden too. I think that the plan was for him to get to the Sixers all along. It was to get to Daryl Del Morey reunited all along the whole thought of why did the Nets blow up? Why didn't they go all the way? It was always meant to be a pit stop. It was never meant to be more than that. 
And so when we see that embrace of him and Daryl Morey when he gets off the plane, they're like, we did it. We fooled everybody. <laughs> this is what was supposed to be the plan. So that's my thought. And I'm happy for him. He looks like he's born again. He's playing like the old James Harden, the James Harden that we know. And this is what it was supposed to be all along. So he went to Brooklyn to sow discord um, like like an like the United States intervening in a country it has no business intervening in mm-hmm. and then and then gets back and just, you know, starts hugging people like like nothing went wrong. This was the plan all along. I like it. I like ruins it. the infrastructure. Yeah. Yes. The place it <laughs> exactly. <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> left it in shambles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um this is actually uh something that Zach Lowe has said. Um facetiously he says, but I just want to say that you have come up with the same theory as one of the best minds of basketball today. Wow. So thank you, Jordan Liggins. Look at me go. <laughs> I feel like this bleeds directly into Harry. What your theory is about his hamstring that to, it should not be a conspiracy. Yeah. Or maybe should be in the way that we're using the word conspiracy today. But um, do you want to see if Rohan agrees with us on that? Sure. Yes. This this is I would say my most tame conspiracy that I'll that I'll pitch <laughs> yeah. to, to you all today. But it's that the hand and the hamstring maybe were never injured. <laughs> he <laughs> they it, it was a little bit ridiculous how he like entered this season with the hamstring injury after the playoffs. Like that's literally I don't. <laughs> I don't. I would like to see the scientific basis for that. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and then it just like all of a sudden popped back up. Yeah, that was a bit. I'm gonna throw. Uh, I'm gonna like piggyback off of Harry's uh, conspiracy real quick. I'm gonna throw Ben Simmons's back soreness in there too. Like probably <laughs> yeah, the sure. most obvious uh, conspiracy injury of all time. Yeah. Yeah. How old is Ben Simmons now? Oh gosh, twenty early twenties, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I think 26 is when you, you start waking up. It's the very beginning of when you start waking up and your back is just no matter what, a little bit off in a Mm -hmm. weird way. You know what I I mean? I agree with that. Yes. Um, but yes, no, that was, uh, they were all shit. But James Harden's was like the way he sold it was amazing because he had (laughs) ESPN people who do this for a living saying that in a couple of years he was going to be the next Russell Westbrook. Like. That's true. That's that's an actor. That's an actor. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's insane <laughs> um so yes they were i think that we can all rule if you could just do a um law and, and order sound yeah. there harry i, oh, I would yeah. even say do you know how you know you can have good posture and and look really athletic like if you want to walk around you can kind of puff your chest out and all that stuff uh, is it is it or some some of us can i yeah i'm not the right guy it's not yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh is it possible that James Harden was doing the opposite? Like he was kind of <laughs> yeah, slouching does. around. He, he's just he seemed is, to have an ability to make himself look bloated. <laughs> like, <he laughs> not just bloated, but like not. This was our whole thing yeah. about his uh, fashion. He just doesn't carry well. He yeah. He doesn't have yeah. the ability to carry mm. material well, himself well. I mean, no offense. This is like kind of piling on him, but <laughs> he, but he didn't even That's have a limp. Last yeah. night. Did you guys see his look last night? It was solid. It was. was It was giving Destiny's Child um, (laughs) soldier. Yes. 
but did he wear it well? If I had seen a video of him walking, I might not have liked it. But I saw a standstill and I thought, that's a great outfit. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I feel bad, but, you know, I don't know. Something in the shoulders just is, is never right with his walk. <laughs> um, okay, I have a conspiracy. Uh, remember how LeBron said whoever made the play-in game needed to be fired? I was listening mm. to Zach Lowe this mm. morning, and in addition to what you just said, Jordan, he reminded everyone that LeBron said that. My conspiracy is this, going off of that. LeBron, inarguably top five vision in the NBA, right? And he's not four and he's not three. Came up with the play-in game. Two years ago as a security measure in case he'd ever need it. And then he deflected away suspicion by tanking the Lakers down to possibly falling into the eight seed that year and then making the statement that whoever made it should be fired. They will never suspect the loudest critic. This is one of the best NBA conspiracy theories I've ever heard in my life. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, also, and then just this is – not so much a conspiracy, but I was thinking if the Nets and the Lakers do end up making the play-in, like both of them are, mm -hmm. are in a play-in game, they can absolutely never get rid of it. So there's also a conspiracy that perhaps the Nets were forced to become, like things were forced to get this dire so they could have a champion based off a fucking play-in game winner. Oh, gosh. You know what I mean? There's something to be said about how the NBA all of a sudden creates this play-in tournament and the first year lucks into Lakers-Warriors. Yeah. And <laughs> and this year it's going to be the Lakers and Nets on each side of it. The There's something up with that. There's something up with that. Exactly. Um, I hope that's the reason why we're doing so poorly. That's what I would oh, like to think. not this year, Jordan. Sorry. Well, last year too. <laughs> not this year. This is... There's no conspiracy there. We can see very explicitly what is happening. Right. Um, right now, are the Lakers even still in? I think they're tenth, but like position mm -hmm. for it. Like yeah, they're so hanging on for dear life. Dear right now they're life. nine. So yeah. it'd be the Clippers and mm -hmm. the Lakers um, in the play-in. So that's good. They're ninth, um, and then it'd be Nets Hornets. That'd be so much fun. That would be fun on the East. Yeah, but we if they both make the, the play-in game. Just end the season today, <laughs> and then we don't have to have the second hardest schedule <laughs> for the rest yeah. of Are the year. Are you guys the kind of fans, though, who, like, if you know it's going to go poorly in the playoffs, you still want the chance, or do you just kind of want it to be over? Because this weekend is the last Louisville basketball game men's. I should clarify men's. Mm -hmm. And I, we were talking to my aunt this morning. I was like, I don't really want to watch it. I don't. It's been such a miserable – unenjoyable difficult season that even if they were going to make the tournament i think i would just be like <sighs> yeah it's what it's like you're gonna let me down ourselves? again yeah you've yeah. let me down all year you're gonna let me down on the biggest stage of the Cut playoffs the losses, keep your pride like i just you know we've got the women but yeah, yeah that's what kind of fans are you guys because i am not if i'm the lakers if i'm a lakers fan i don't think i want <laughs> If, to make if, the playing game. If I were a Lakers fan, 
What I would be doing, again, I'm a, like a very unhealthy person, is I would be like, I don't want this team to make the playoffs. Like, this is dumb. Like, they're so stupid. They've been annoying all year. Like, they should just miss the playoffs. But then when they inevitably did make the playoffs, I would deep down start convincing myself of their path to winning the championship. <laughs> I would like, I would like, and I would just give myself hope. They'd be down 30 in like game three. And I'm like, listen. They just got to hit a couple threes, and the next thing you know, like when the Heat were getting just demolished by the Bucks in the first round last year, they're like down 30 at home in game three, and I'm like, listen, you know, Duncan Robinson hits three threes. You get it to under 20 by the fourth quarter, and you never know. So that's the real problem is I would start convincing myself that there's a chance. I feel like I'm at the point where just throw the whole season away. Like, let's just – Let's just start over. There's no there's no good scenario out of this. Even if we do make the play-in tournament, we're going to come up short by doing the same things that we've done all season long. We're not going to play defense. We're going to hoist up some horrible threes, and then we're just going to be sitting there like, I, I could have gone without this pain. Teams, teams should be allowed to quit. You should just be like, oh, yeah, you know. Yes, like, like, I let's agree just, with this. Yeah, let's like let's encourage quitting. Like you know. <laughs> um, I saw that reminds me of two things. The first one is I saw this article this morning that was like, employees have never been lazier, and instead of um quitting a job, now people are just coasting at their jobs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, that's what that reminded me of. And number two, because it's like, what do you want them to do? Quit? You want them to quit? And then you'll write the article about how we're quitting. (laughs) Exactly. Like millennials don't want jobs. Yeah. Um, I got to stop saying that. I think it's chuggy to complain about millennial people complaining about millennials. (laughs) You know what? Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Tell me. Um, that was embarrassing. (laughs) I was playing a part. Um, the second thing is I think a real conspiracy that I forgot about and wasn't going to bring up is that speaking of like starting over Jordan, it's definitely a conspiracy that LeBron is like planting the seeds to return to Cleveland. All of all star those weird, like he had that comment about he likes what Kobe's doing there. And, um, when Cleveland like welcomed him and there was a bunch of like sentences that involved home, like this is home. That would, I, I don't know. I think there's so many, what people are saying too is like, we trade LeBron. We, we just start over completely, like not even literally quitting on this whole team and just starting from ground zero. I don't buy that. I think it's just this season. I think LeBron's going to stay with the Lakers. I think he's going to play with Bronny in L.A. All of that's going to happen. And it's just this season because we came in with such high hopes with Russ and that completely blew up in like the first three games. And I at that point, I was like, throw away the season. But now specifically, I think LeBron stays. It's just we need a fresh start to the season. That's my thought. I, I listen. I, maybe his family again. I get it. They're from Akron, and like I went to school in the Midwest. Lovely people. Really is a lovely place. I just have to imagine at some point his family's got to be like, enough with the back and forth. Like enough with the oh, like Miami four years, Cleveland four years. Like enough. 
we, we're in LA now. We got to stay somewhere. You're not like, it's not like LeBron's like hanging on for the last couple years. Like got to get a paycheck where I can get a paycheck. It's like, we are set financially. You, this Russell Westbrook trade was your idea. You figure it out, man. We're not moving. Okay. <laughs> I would be, yeah, I, I just, yeah. At some point the family's got to put their foot down. Imagine leaving Los Angeles. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> to go back to the Midwest, I did. Uh, here, <laughs> I I'm saying it right now. In the next two years, he will be he will leave LA. Ooh, wow, he will. Um, crush my heart. Also, yeah, I mean, it looks like he's having a terrible fucking time. So, <laughs> do you guys why think you leave? Do you guys think? Do you, too. Can I come up with a conspiracy off the top of my head? Yes, please. Deep down, I don't think Bronny. Junior wants to play with LeBron. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Um, that is I the would, one element I don't think anyone's considered in any of this. He's gonna, is he going to call his dad dad in the locker room? Like, Is he going to call out dad for like a pass on the court? Oh, my like, God. Like, I didn't dad, think I'm about open. that. Yeah. Oh, like, oh no. I'm open. Yeah. To pile on to that, which I think a lot of people aren't talking about, I don't think he's good enough to make the NBA. Like he's really good, but there are thousands, millions of top prospects better. And if he gets into the NBA, just like how Dwayne Wade's son is in the G League, there are whoa. players that are better than them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not listen. Zaire Wade is averaging a robust like three points a game. Uh for the Salt Lake City, Healthy. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, um, you know, defensive stopper. Let us, you know, let's not, you know. Um. Jordan, let me tell you something about nepotism. Yeah, <laughs> there is no stronger drug. <laughs> People will do anything at at this point. If you think about all the players LeBron has carried on his back at some point or another, because they have made him laugh once. Like <laughs> randomly, the jobs he's provided. Like he has probably been <laughs> one of the great additions to our American economy since he's been in the NBA. No doubt. Like he yeah. and so for his so own fair. blood, his son, like, and this is clearly a dream he wants, you take on that rookie salary. You definitely do. Now when he's gone, I do yeah. worry about Bronny. Well, I yeah. guess we'll have to see, but there's going to be a lot of team we'll options get you anywhere. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was trying <laughs> to think of like a really bad example. One comes to mind. <laughs> also like, yes, being a teenager, I was just talking to my aunt about this. Nothing is more embarrassing than being a fucking seventh grader. Do you Ugh. guys remember that? Awful. The clothes, Mortifying. the braces, Awful. oh, Awful. everything. Mortifying. Awful. God. I did this weird thing where I would just, wear the same color like it was it wasn't even matching it was just I, like just, pink i just i wish <laughs> everything is pink monochrome you're the original monochromer i oh. wish i could just like apologize for everyone who had to like see me like you yeah. know what i mean like you just had to be around me in that time like oh another nepotism thing that i thought of like for an example but i just love her as mod apatow apatow yeah that's I, a tough I one i cannot physically say that name somebody say it so i can say it Maude Apatow? Apatow. Apatow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Judd Apatow. Yeah. <laughs> now it sounds so I was literally weird. in the shower this morning weird. and I was like, Apatow. <laughs> like, I literally could not for the life of me. Apatow. <laughs> um, yeah, she fucking rocks. She's good. But how'd she get that job? Yeah. <laughs> Leslie Mann and Judd Apatow. But yeah. she was in, um, what was that movie? 
Oh no, I forgot. Knocked up. She was in Knocked Up as well. That's because he directed it. Yeah. And she's in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, and she, Leslie Mann yeah, is in, in it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, she rocks. She's great. And so yeah, anyway. Uh there's an example of nepotism. Um, I think the anti nepotism example or the example if you were gonna counter it is um anything that has to do with Doc Rivers children. <laughs> He has literally gone against them at every possible so turn. Like you could argue that Austin Rivers got initially got recognition because of his his dad's name. Doesn't matter all the shit he's been through since. His daughter, like all the, I just can't imagine. Mm-hmm. That's some Game of Thrones, Yellowstone level shit happening in the NBA. It really is. I don't think we talk about it yeah. enough. Yeah, him, his uh, Paul George playing. Yep. There's a lot going on there. That was can the I red wedding. Out? That yes. was literally, yeah, that was, that was can terrible. I, can I throw out one more pro nepotism that I feel like this person gets a little bit of a pass? And I think it's because we all love the, you know, the like the nepotismer so much that we're willing to give him a pass. But it's Thanasis Atenakumpo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good um, one. Sometimes he gets off the bench celebrating so hard, and I'm like, "How has no other NBA player just swung on this dude yet?" Like, just <laughs> they've got to be so fed up, like just so fed up every time Thanasis is like running off the bench celebrating. Literally, Chris Smith, Louisville. I usually say Louisville legend. Um, Louisville contributor. Uh, <laughs> being on the Knicks with with Jr. just because literally just played in the NBA for a little while because Jr. Um, his his older brother was. And to that day, I think that's why I ruined a speaking relationship. I had this like very big argument about this at a bar. And I think that I ruined a relationship with someone who I did not know was his best friend. Oh, do I stand by it? (laughs) 100%. If we're not going to call out nepotism, who is? But but I'd still love you, Maude Apatow. 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 It's definitely Apatow. ow at the end. But I mean, maybe Ow. she's it's she's going with the little French thing. Who knows? Apatow. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, Harry, what is your LeBron conspiracy? Deep state LeBron yes. conspiracy. So I want to talk a little bit about media psyops, you know, <laughs> and how if you are that kind of deep state nefarious actors have used the media throughout time to kind of get what they want, right? And then I want to talk a little bit about a $150 million movie called Space Jam 2. Mm-hmm. Why did LeBron make a movie about not wanting to pressure his son into playing basketball to then pressure his son into playing in the nba (laughs) whoa i think this is this is a classic destabilization media warfare technique i don't exactly know toward what end (laughs) it seems like he's only destabilizing you know his own family his own family (laughs) but i think it's worth interrogating well, he does have two sons, right? I was going to say, this might be a message to his other son who's not athletically as... Inclined? I mean, maybe yeah, maybe inclined, just not interested? Yeah. Maybe just yeah. not interested? Um, sure. It is... 
Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it is. Um, if that was the reason, which I, I I'm not saying it was. <laughs> it's a pretty aggressive fatherhood <laughs> tactic. Yeah. To instead of simply telling his son, you don't have to get into sports, to make a movie and cast an actor to play that person and be like, hey, bring the son to the movie and be like, did you see that? <laughs> yeah. As they're doing the scene, he, yeah. his other son is just standing there and he just winks at him like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this was all for you. The yeah. millions of dollars and the time that we put into yeah. this. I do think we it's to weird switch that directors. he didn't cast his son. Yeah. Like we're just talking about Le- yeah. Leslie, you know, and yeah, Judd. So true. it happens. Yeah. But and to me, I was like, well, he's already talked about how he regrets naming him Bronny because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to put that pressure on him. But then, like you're saying, Harry, like that is the role that is literally mm-hmm. his son. You know, I just looked it up. Um, Bryce is. 14. This is in October. So he might be 15 now, depending on his birthday. And he is 5'8". So is that is that normal? That sounds close to normal. 15. I think that's normal. Yeah. I was five he could, there, little. There's a I think he could have a growth spurt. Harry that's grew fine. six inches in a year once, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I was How old five, were you? I was five one at fifteen. And then at sixteen I was five eight. And now I am five eight. Still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I growth spring in sixth grade. Yeah. I've been the same height and weight since like fourth grade. And I just was like, I had like a basketball peak from like fourth to seventh grade because of it. And then it was just all downhill from there. I think that I am like a phenomenon, going to be a phenomenon. I still think I'm growing. (laughs) That's crazy. I'm 28. No, I swear. I, I, I think I'm getting taller. I'm definitely not. I think I'm getting shorter. I'm slouching. Yeah, I, I, I got the James Harden. I got like you know my hip, my back. I'm like, ah. Um. Okay. Who has another conspiracy? I have um, a I have a tame another one that I'll just drop. It's very okay. okay. Dwayne Wade. Okay. Are we really going to believe he's going to be a co-owner of the Utah Jazz his whole life? Like, that's it? He's going to be flying back and forth between Los Angeles and Utah? He's going to go on hikes and shit? I'm not buying it, okay? Yeah, that is money laundering. Like, he's he's laundering something. There's no <laughs> would, way that that's real. What he is laundering is Donovan Mitchell's reputation so that he can force Donovan Mitchell to the Miami Heat via trade in like two years. Whoa. Listen, wow. He did it. That sounds really he, likely. He did it with Jimmy Butler. All of a sudden, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler, what did he say earlier in his career? I'd never play for the Miami Heat. Spends one year with Dwayne Wade. Next thing you know, he's playing for the Miami Heat. I think he's doing the same thing with Donovan Mitchell. That's my conspiracy theory. That's uh, a good one. That's a great one, especially like he's always loved Donovan because Donovan has so many Wade comparisons and mm-hmm. you know, has said that he idolized him. Um, growing up, wow, that's really good. That is good. I, I mean, like in that seat- playoff series, he was like talking to him on the sideline mid game. He's trying to like make him his protege so he can take mm-hmm. credit when mm-hmm. his career really takes off in Miami. I'm completely. On that one. I'm the seeds have also been planted. Like, of Donovan is probably going to leave if things don't turn around. Here's. A, uh, an easy way to identify when something has come from an agent and not like how we imagine it, which is like a journalist meets a GM <laughs> yeah. assistant, 
in a garage and it's dark and he's like, Donovan's not happy. No, it's an agent calls somebody and is like, write this in your story and I'll tell you next time this guy gets signed somewhere like out of the G League. Like the stakes are so low. <laughs> Reporters just want to have a good relationship. And so, you know, they're like, well, it's coming from them. So obviously they are unhappy. I'm not saying it's wrong, but the reports that came out all at once, all of a sudden about Donovan is probably not going to be there much longer if they don't do better. Yeah, that's rooted in his own unhappiness. I'm 100% sure of it without knowing anything <laughs> about the actual situation. So I could see him leaving sooner than later. I think that's a great theory. Why not? It's a great the heat. Thank I like you. that. There we go. I like that. It's a good one. Wow, I would love to see. I know that the, the actual money won't work with this, but I would love to see him play next to Kyle Lowry. That would be so fascinating. Yeah, that would Ooh, be a lot of fun. Ooh, that would be fun. The again, the money fiction. would not yeah, work just, to keep the rest like, of the team yeah. as is. I'm like trying to figure yeah. out who would have to yeah. go, but if you just took him out of the sky and dropped him into this current Miami Heat team, then they're like without a doubt winning a championship. Yeah. That's like a basketball dream. Yeah, truly. <laughs> um, Harry, how about you You share with uh, Rohan one of the two that are left, which are... Sure, yeah. I'm sure um, you made an artist. Yes. Yeah, so um, this one is one that people have been doing for a long time. Shakespeare comes to mind. Uh, more recently, <laughs> Q... Q of QAnon <laughs> comes to mind. The guy who um, started Bitcoin is is doing this, where there is some real ambiguity as to whether or not they exist or not. Um, I think Kim.com, the guy who made Mega Upload, is of, of a similar thing. And it's kind of like, are they one person? Are they a bunch of people? Do they even exist? You know, all that stuff. Is it possible that... Cade Cunningham is doing that. <laughs> I have seen that Cade Cunningham has scored, uh, you know, 18 points sometimes. Like, I've seen the box scores. I've heard people talking allegedly about it, but I am not sure with my own eyes if I have ever seen Cade Cunningham play basketball. And so, Despite the fact that we literally saw him play basketball at Summer League together. In person. Well, it was far away, you know. It's like they can do body doubles. Like, that's like, you know, we're dealing with some pretty powerful people here. Uh, um, what do we think, you know? And and it, it, all, a number of other rookies are getting a lot more direct media attention than Cade Cunningham. Unquote. Um, Unquote. Yeah. So uh, what do you think, Rohan? Um, wow, that is a bold conspiracy theory to say the least. I might I might respect the audacity of the theory more so than the theory of itself. Um I'll say that. Um <laughs> No uh, pressure to keep yeah. talking about this. No, why <laughs> Harry, just explain comes... why Cade Cunningham exists. All all I have to say about Cade Cunningham is like the the name Cade throws me a bit. Like when I think of Cade, I think of like the like mean quarterback in a high school sports drama. 
not the first overall pick of the NBA draft. So mm. that's really all I have to say about Cade Cunningham. <laughs> Alliteration is is always good. Mm. Um, always, yeah. For a, yeah. yeah. Uh, who here is religious? What was what did Cade do in the Bible? Because I know that he was definitely in there doing something. It was Abel, right? Is there I no Cade in the Bible? I think that's Cain. I think that's Cain. Got it. Yeah. It's Cain. What there did Cain go. do? It's it's not my people. <laughs> so. What was up, with Kane? <laughs> I definitely. Where's Paolo when you need him? <laughs> one of them killed the other one, yeah. I think. Okay, well, Cade Cunningham. Um, I'll say he exists for now, but I do say I do like a running thing we've talked about all year is that it is it is odd that he's had uh, the hype. Co- before his season compared to his actual season mm-hmm. is definitely there's a disparity yeah that is fair to say harry Very um fair. do you want to share your last uh one about the warriors and then we can get out of here or not get out of here we're gonna go interview gabe the singular gabe yeah the absolutely. artist Th- formerly known as gabe dannon Thank you for giving me a platform to um, speak, speak <laughs> truth to power. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Well, I have one about about Ben Simmons, and I have one about Don Nelson. Which, which, uh, you know, the Don Nelson one is is a little. It's in the same. It's kind of involving body doubles, and so I think it's. Uh, we'll save that one. The the. Did you all see the Sixers? Um, kind of clandestine operation with that metaverse company the <laughs> yes yes y- you know what i'm talking about yeah mm-hmm. it, and it was uh allegedly like a just a you know way to make some money move in the crypto nft space all of that stuff right that is what they wanted us to think i think that that company that they were that they were using was um allegedly it was kind of like masterclass but for the metaverse so you could go and like david alba or some whatever would teach you how to kick a soccer ball um but in the metaverse that they they made it seem like that was for us i don't think it was i think they were developing that technology as a kind of contingency plan if they couldn't trade ben simmons to where they were going to beam him up into this metaverse, teach him how to shoot free throws and three-pointers and kind of become the player they wanted to be, but in metaverse time, you know? So it's like he's kind of asleep, passed out, like, in a chair. It's 45 minutes, but he's doing, like, lifetimes of free throw shooting. <laughs> performing comes- Inception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and and then they kind of put him back in his body, and he's can he shoots you know eighty two from the line. I am now starting to. I'm not saying that the rest of you didn't put in time and effort with your conspiracy <laughs> theories. I'm just starting to worry a little bit about how much time and effort Harry specifically put into his conspiracy theories. Like we may have we may have given this man just the gentle push he needed to go fully overboard. I think that this has been living there all along. I think so <laughs> My too. conspiracy theory is that Harry took this job, applied for this job because he wanted to share 
to share this opinion. Yeah, yeah. This was Harry's idea that we talk about conspiracy theories yeah, yeah. today, and it was really just for him to get these off yeah. his chest. I'm I not over the there was beam. Ever a, if there was ever like a point or a purpose to all of this meta thing, then getting over the yips or the non-yips or the yeah. the mental, you know, whatever hesitation because there's no uh there's no consequences and if you think about it it's not even really you like it probably has to get that it would have to get that removed to get Mm -hmm. that iteration of the ben simmons who was last playing to do it so might have a point there um (laughs) really makes you think hey never change No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you've got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Start hiring right now with the $75 sponsor job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com spinsters. Offer valid through March 31st. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Go to Indeed.com slash Finsters to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. And Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Indeed.com slash Finsters. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our next partner has a product I use every morning first thing when I wake up or when my dog wakes me up. It's Athletic Greens, which is essentially a bunch of supplements and probiotics and words that sound made up. They're so healthy like adaptogens all mixed into one green scoop, which I can mix into water in the morning and carry around with me as I start the day. I started using Athletic Greens because I'm lazy. This is a wonderful endorsement so far, and I didn't want to take a bunch of vitamins in the morning. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com spin. Again, that's athleticgreens.com spin to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do you want to uh, introduce yourself and all the things you do? Um, sure. <laughs> um, I'm Gabe. I Gabe Dannon and I am a producer for a podcast called Dunktown. We've had Jordan and Haley on both. Um, and yeah, and so I, I built a game a couple of weeks ago. I started it um, for some of the listeners in our discord. Um, you know, we, we there's a bunch of puzzle freaks in there, and we're, we were always sharing our scores. And um, yeah, somebody shared one that was like Worldle, where it's like they show you the outline of a country, and you guess what that is. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you could you could do this with almost anything. And so I was like, okay, I'll I'll try and build one for NBA players. 
did Pirtle automatically come to you or did you have to think about what you'd call it? The name, uh, um, embarrassingly, when I first did it, it was just called Basket Bottle. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I'll give credit to David in our Discord. He was like, uh, Pirtle, that's the name. And so, yeah, it's a fun name. It's great. It's a fun game. I have had so much fun guessing every single time. And I was just talking about this earlier. I feel like I have a kind of unfair advantage just of how much I've studied basketball reference and the photos because oh, yeah. automatically some of the silhouettes, I'm like, done. Eric Gordon's circular head, I will never forget. <laughs> that was one of the ones I could actually, I could actually solve. <laughs> I'm shocked that this only has been developed for a couple of weeks. When I first played it, I was like, wow, this must have been in the works like since Wordle began. Um, oh, thank you. Can you kind of go across, I guess, obviously, if you don't play Wordle at this point, like everyone I know plays yeah. Wordle, so I'm not going yeah. to explain that. But with Purtle, it's a little bit different because you have different categories that you're putting them in and then you still have the yellow and green options but you also have arrows um, and you also start with a silhouette so you can look at the player's silhouette um, and so what when you were developing it did you think okay definitely east com east eastern conference western conference <laughs> what else were you like has to be in there honestly uh i just took like the basic biological uh sorry biographical <laughs> information that was available through the nba's database um so all that had was like height um teams it didn't have like any more in-depth stats and so i would basically have to do like more complex data pulling to get more complex information so i was like i'll just I'll just do it like this. It's it's kind of almost like more like Guess Who, the like board game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> so it's one of my it's, favorites. It's yeah, it's less about like, and it's 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 easier that way because those are stats that are not changing as often. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure some of the players are still getting taller, but um. <laughs> what did you list Katie's technical height as? Because there's much debate on this one. Ooh. Oh, I mean, I. I don't know the answer off the top of my head. Um, I, I could get it really quick, but it's I'm just, just what we're going to formally request that you change it. There's going to be if he's ever the answer, there's going to be outcry in the community if his height is not listed as seven foot. He's listed as 610 on the NBA's database. So that's what he is in. We're, we're saving you. We're sa <laughs> I'm telling you right now. <laughs> but it has to be within two, right? That's the, kind of the rule when you're when you're guessing. So technically you could still guess it, mm -hmm. if, it mm -hmm. if it's 710 yeah. or not. Yeah. So yeah, but I think the jersey number was a factor that I didn't know was going to help me so much. I didn't even know that that was a part of my brain that I've registered so many players' jersey numbers. So that I really appreciate that column because it's helped me out a couple times. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I think there are two two different kinds of people and you and I are, are the ones because for some reason, I have never in my life absorbed a jersey number. It looks like Harry's the same. Yeah, I just don't. It's not how yeah. I consume it. It's not how I... I don't know. Like For some reason, that's not something my brain picks up on. Um, so that being a category like I would stare at and I would think and that's like probably the least one um that I have like an indication for and 
yesterday I tried to play without looking at the silhouette. You start with mm. nothing, like it's Wordle, um, which was difficult. Um, no, not yesterday, two days ago. Sorry. But yeah, how long do you have them uh, scheduled out is something I've been wondering. Ooh, that's a good question. I have a list, a randomized list of uh, like uh, two to 300 players. So at this point, it'll last me until probably next season when it'll be a new list of players with the new rookies coming in and people retiring and stuff like that. So I have to do like a little bit of a data sync every couple of days just to make sure things is, things are up to date. Um, sometimes people change their numbers or teams or that kind of thing. But for the most part, the data that I have is like pretty static. So it makes it easier to, you know, uh, not have to like check everyone's like minutes per game every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be, that would be terrible. <laughs> we would not <laughs> want to put you through that game. But yeah. another thing we would think of too is like if it is only current players, because it could be interesting too to just have like any NBA player trying to guess. But again, with my jersey number mind, I was like, well, wonder if they were a jersey number on a certain team. Right. And then how would you guess that? So the current player was uh i think that does make it more stagnant i love it yeah yeah it 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 just happened to fall into place perfectly um so i'm i'm really grateful for that if you do expansion packs and you do um all and be or you know like a big pool of former um yeah. or g league or a different sport where do you think you would lean first if you've even thought about it or is it just cool that this thing is so popular because it is we should say extremely popular extremely fun extremely so fun. well made like i love this i honestly was kind of getting bored with wordle today the word was like or was it yesterday one of these words was like times it was nasty or something what was the mm -hmm. word today jordan that was nasty. how did you do it today because I struggled. But I keep guessing times. other things. Like the first thing I guessed was pasty, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm pale. This, so you're just like guessing. And it's like if there's not an actual. It's just like random, you know, guessing and hopefully it pans out. It's not so interesting to me, whereas this is like you you genuinely need to think every single time. You can't just randomly guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've gotten a lot of um, a lot of emails and stuff saying do it for this sport or that sport i don't think it would be too hard to like port it for another sport um but i'm not sure if i'm gonna do that i'm sure someone else would probably just do it before i got around to it anyway um but i i would do one for the wnba i do love the wnba um and i've thought about doing that um yeah, if I have time. <laughs> I did see in one in one article that you said that, and Haley, you would love this, that you would call it Sue Birdle. <laughs> oh, shit. You yeah, I think that's it. good. Yeah. That's perfect. That's really good. That would yeah. be so fun. And just off the silhouette by hair alone, I'm guessing oh, wow. that in the first one. That would be so <laughs> <Yeah>. fun. <laughs> So oh you'd have at least one player in me if you decide to expand. To oh, the oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, how long did you how did this take you? I'm like not technology is something <laughs> I, I have consciously opted out of um, knowing, you know, trying to like explore. So I can't even fathom how long something like this took you. Um, so I had the idea um, 
a couple of weeks ago on Monday, so the 14th of of February. Oh and by the end of that day, I had built out like a very basic proof of concept um, where it was just like almost it, it didn't have the silhouette yet. It didn't have like uh, a limit to how many times you could guess. But um, but it worked and it was all just like text on black and white. Um, but but it worked. And then the next two weeks were just spent, you know, beta testing. All of our friends in our discord were helping beta test. They all got so excited about it oh. and, um, you know, getting all the features working. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I I uh, I had fun making it. <laughs> wow. I know. I genuinely can't believe it all came together that fast. That's amazing. Were there any debates about a certain thing that you added in or decided to not add in? Um, I mean, I get so much feedback about what I should should have done I'm differently sure or should do differently. <laughs> um, uh, I, there wasn't really. I mean, I I feel pretty strongly that it's just fine the way it is. Um, and it is. Yeah. It is. So, um, yeah, I don't know. People don't like the silhouette. They say it makes it too easy, but they don't, they don't say, they don't do the really easy thing, which is just not click it. Um, Yeah, it's optional. (laughs) You don't have to do it. That's my favorite part. Oh. Um, and yeah, yeah. People are like, you should do what college they went to. And if it's in the right region of, I'm just like, I'm not doing any of that. (laughs) Selfishly, I would love that. I have a just my fiance will walk around just quiz me on where players go to college. It's a very weird talent that I have. And um, I know it's so embarrassing, but that would be a column I would strive in. But I do not want that extra work for you. It is perfect. (laughs) Thank you. Just how it is. (laughs) I mean, it's like I feel like it's at least a little bit play uh, playable for someone like me who's really like not basketball expert like I enjoy watching it and uh as part of like producing our podcast but I'm not someone who has who's been a long time fan who has a lot of in-depth knowledge of players so hopefully it strikes the right balance between being like good for people who know a lot about basketball and people who maybe are just more casual fans I think it does which is like the silhouettes an option and you have a lot of um different categories to try to guess it in and I guess this might be interpreting this a little bit too deep but I like when things are accessible because I think that the internet gives this illusion uh, or makes us all give this illusion that we're really into something or we can't be into it at all mm-hmm. and yeah. that's just not true and especially with something like basketball um, and NBA if you're not quote-unquote really into it um, that's probably the healthiest like it's not good for my back that I watch it every night you know you should if someone just wants to watch the TNT games and the ABC games then they should and I Mm -hmm. still think that they would have a fighting chance at your game but it would be a good challenge yeah I agree uh Jordan do you have any other questions I was also thinking maybe we could play it oh yeah let's do it oh I already I already did today's Okay, cool. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I won't say I, I already did today, so I yes have also. So Harry, oh do I haven't wanna... done it. Oh, okay, this is perfect. <laughs> yes, do it, Harry. Wait, also, Gabe, do you know which one's coming out on which day? I don't. 
Um, I have Ooh. a randomized list of player IDs. And so I get to play it along with everyone and be surprised every day. Who's the oh, most famous that. person who's reached out to you? Or I guess the one that's been the wildest to you. I mean, the first day, I mean, they haven't, they didn't reach out to me personally, but the first day, what the answer was Vooch. And he tweeted about it on that day. And that was, that was very exciting to see. Whoa, I didn't know that. <laughs> I yeah. saw that. He's like, today's was a really good one. Smiley face. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, spoiler alert, damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also Sorry. guessed it off his hair too. That was random. I don't He has that. a very recognizable jawline, so it is, I was yeah. able to get it based on that. Yeah, great thing to be known for. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on my tombstone except it's not true. <laughs> yeah. Cheekbones. Same. Give me the cheekbones. But all right. <laughs> all right, Harry, let's go ahead. Yay, guys, Harry, I'm so you happy. You guys can see my screen? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh Oh, he needs to drink some water. No silhouette or silhouette? Do the silhouette so everyone can see the extent of the options. Yes. Okay. Okay. Kind of tough. I I I think I know who it is. Oh wow! Really? Off that? Do it. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Harry, you really didn't. <laughs> wow. It took me a couple times, Harry. but I knew you were going to get it. You're a this warrior. This is literally fan. Harry's like, favorite. He's like Player. freakishly <laughs> yeah. involved in this. Do you want to plug the Discord yes. you were talking about earlier? Uh, um. Well, I'd love to plug yeah, our, our podcast, Dunktown. Um, the the discord is for our patreon listeners but i think just uh people would just enjoy listening to it it's fun it's funny it's uh it's very silly and we don't take ourselves too seriously so um i think people would enjoy it for sure um thank you so much this has been great i look forward to um, all the hurdles in the future and also potentially the Sue Birdle. Yeah. It'll happen. I'm pumped. One of these days. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Could peg it to the beginning of WM Basics and I'm just saying. Oh, that's such a good idea. That's such a good idea. Okay. (laughs) Great plan. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, seriously, like what you what you've made is really cool. People are obsessed with it. So I hope you're seeing that. Um, It's very clever. And I think the parameters you set are perfect. Well, that's our show. That was so much fun. Thank you to Gabe. Thank you to Rohan for talking to us. And please leave us a voicemail. If you have any other Wordle spinoff words or ideas, we'd love to hear them. Call us at 502-874-4453 or send us an email at spinsters at bluewirepods.com to be featured on the show. Spinsters is hosted by me, Jordan Liggins, and Haley O'Shaughnessy. This episode was produced by Isabel Joycelyn, Harry Krinsky, Alex Ward, Ashley Zhao, and me. Our production coordinator is Devin Shepard, and our executive producers are Peter Moses, John Yells, and Haley.
Hey, my name is Cade, and I'm calling from Greensboro, North Carolina, and I'm a fan of the Charlotte Hornets, and um, a highly specific thing I'm worried about going into the playoffs is Bismack Biombo is not able to catch any passes. He drops everything. Um, someone said whatever the opposite of Stickham is. He has that on his hands. I'm also worried about James Borrego not being able to make adjustments going into the second half. Um, yeah, those are two things. All right. Thank you. Bye.